Adjunct Students of the Brewing Podcast. The podcast where we will embark on a journey to be one with Christ in our everyday lives as human beings. I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. The wheels on the bus go round and round. The love of Jesus all around. Search party over souls been found. Paid my ransom, no more bound. Kingdom citizens, we are back with another episode. How are you all doing? Okay, so last week um, I didn't post an episode and I did make a note of it and I did make an announcement on the Being One podcast page on Instagram. So if you are not following the page, I need you to go and follow the page, okay? It's Being One Podcast. Now, if you don't have an Instagram, you can follow us on the Facebook page, Being One Podcast. And also, we have a YouTube channel, The Being One Podcast, okay? So I just want you guys to know, just in case you're like, okay, where is she? What is she doing? You can definitely find that all out on the Being One Podcast social media pages. So last week, actually, I had a birthday on October 2nd, which was Friday. I mentioned that on the last episode, and y'all I turned 24 so literally for my birthday I decided to do um, a worship night which is what I felt like God was leading me to do and so literally last week I just you know was just consecrating my mind my heart my soul my spirit um just for that day so I was the one to host it and everything like that but it went really well you know I just you know just thank God for just allowing that to be placed on my heart and I just thank God that I got over myself and I was being obedient you know what I mean because obviously a worship party especially for someone my age like that's not really like something people are doing your birthday is usually the time you know you, you you turn up right but we was turned up in the presence of God and that literally makes my heart full and so I'm just glad that that it was done you know and then this past Saturday we went live reflections of conversation with friends and listen y'all that was October 3rd we went live and y'all we was talking holy butt horny which I have uploaded the audio so if you want to go listen to that the holy butt horny that was a live recording so we go live every first and third Saturday of the month um and so the topic was about like sexuality and the title was holy butt horny and y'all we really went there okay Okay, if you were ever trying to, I don't know, have a conversation like this, or maybe you didn't have friends to really have this like like minded conversation about sexuality, you want to go check out that episode. If you want to see like, well, who's talking? Because I know Samantha, but who's these other people talking? You can watch the live. So it's posted on the YouTube channel. And so that's the Being One podcast. And then if you scroll all the way down, you'll see like past streams, like past live streams, I believe it says. And you can um, see the um, that video, which is um, Holy But Horny, Let's Talk Sexuality. Um, and we've been getting really a lot of good feedback. And I'm just very grateful. I'm just very pleased. And I give all glory to God that people were able to listen to this episode or watch this um, live and, you know, gain understanding, gain an, another insight. And just overall, it helped. You know what I mean? Like, that's the point of this all is for it to help. Um, and so a conversation reflections, a conversation with friends is literally bringing forth conversations that is not really necessarily had in the church that people like me and, and I'm sure you want to hear about y'all want to talk about. And so that's what it's all about. I'm so grateful for the friends that are on in this season, um, the transparency, the vulnerability, like I'm just very appreciative and I very so much am excited about this season and the conversations more to come. 
All right. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Of course, um, on Teespring, you can find, you know, I have the Kingdom Citizen Tees and the Being One podcast shirts as well. Okay, so let's get into this today's episode. Now, as you can tell from the title, the title of this episode is There's Another Room. And God literally like ministered this to me and I'm literally coming on here, no notes, but just really just speaking what's on my heart um, concerning this. But God is just saying that there's another room and I'm not sure who needs to be listening to this. I don't know who needs to hear this, but I just pray that this will really resonate in your spirit. This will really resonate on your heart. Um, So before I even get into the scripture, um, I want you guys to think about the nativity story. Um, So, you know, like when it's talking about the birth of Jesus and when Mary and Joseph, they're on this journey and they get to this town called Bethlehem and it's coming to like towards the nighttime and how they can't find any room. Nobody has room for them. Everyone is booked. Right. Um, That's usually like the story that's painted. That's usually appealed to children, adults, people who don't really know the Bible, but they know that story. Right. But what's funny is that it really doesn't go in depth. Like it's not described like that in the word. Like it's not described like that in the Bible. Um, People just kind of use their imaginations to fill in the, the gap. Right. So I want to read it. Um, Luke 2. Um, I'm going to read from verse. Well, let me just sum it up for you right quick. So basically in Luke 2, um, it talks about the birth of Jesus. And at first it's talking about how Joseph and Mary needed to travel in order to give their census, right? A census was decreed by the king at the time, the Roman emperor, and they needed to travel to Bethlehem to give their their census, right? Starting from verse 5, it says that he took with him Mary to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child, right? And this child is, of course, Jesus. And while they were there... The time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. And I just read that from the New Living Translation. Now, I just want to pause there and dissect, okay? And I kind of want to draw us back a little bit, right? Um, because you know what it said in the scripture was that she had laid him in a manger because there was no room in the lodge sometimes we hear the word in in different translations it uses the word in there was no there was no space in the end if you look at the greek word for the word in that is used means like guest room right or guest chamber right so there was no guest room available there was no guest chamber and it doesn't um specify it doesn't go into details how many houses they went to how many guest rooms weren't available all it says is that there was no room right there was no room in the lodge there was no room in the house there was no guest room available and so here they are in a small room we believe a stable because you know it mentioned a manger right and so i think about mary right who is carrying the messiah who is carrying the savior of the world who is carrying the son of god right something someone she's carrying that she didn't ask for right (laughs) um she didn't imagine that she would be the one to carry them right but she was appointed she was chosen 
for this. She was chosen to carry Jesus, right? And so here she's on this journey with um, someone she's pledged to marry, Joseph. And here they are going back to their hometown, right? And so here she is ready to give birth. Here she is. It's going to be her season, right? Finally, finally, she's going to embrace. Finally, she gets to embrace. Finally, she gets to see this thing that she's been carrying for this nine months, right? But yet, she gets to a place in her season and there is no room for her, right? And so I think about us I think about us kingdom citizens God has um, impregnated us that there's another thing in us there's an idea there's a gift our calling our purpose is literally is it has been conceived in us right and this year we had to just open up our legs and you know push that thing out in faith right And so I'm thinking about us and I want you to picture yourself as Mary, right? Again, she's in her season. This is the season that she's finally going to get to give birth to this idea, to this thing, to this savior, to this um, generational curse breaker, (laughs) to this this thing that's going to make room for her. But yet she gets to this place in her season and there is no room for her. The ideal room, the guest room, the guest chamber, the place that's big enough for her, there's no room for it, right? And so now she has to what looks like to us settle with something mediocre, not even mediocre, really settle with something that is like, this is no place for the son of God to be birthed. This is no place for my giftings to be placed in, right? This is no space for my calling. God said my calling is going to be great. God said that I'm going to speak to nations. What am I doing at this five chair sanctuary church? This doesn't make sense, right? Now, how many of us are like Mary? Where we had an idea of what our season would be like, Because we knew that God had given us this dream. God had given us this idea. God placed this purpose in us. He placed this calling over us. He's called us to this. But the season, the room that we're in isn't ideal. God said that I would be speaking among millions of people. I will be speaking before millions of people. Why am I speaking before five, right? This big thing, this big idea, this he said he was calling me to be great. What I was holding inside of me, what I was keeping inside of me for all these months, for these weeks, for these days, what he was stirring up in me is not ideal for this small room that I have been placed in, right? And so I can only imagine the thought of Mary who was going to be giving birth to the son of God, but yet she was wrapping him and placing him in a manger. I bet she wondered if only these people knew what was inside of me. Would they still have given me this manger? Would they have still placed me in this stable? But let me tell you something. God always knows, right? Because what seems to be ideal for us is like, God is like, nah, I got something better, right? Even though it seems small, even though it seems mediocre, 
joker to God, it is better because to God, it was already ordained. We talked about an appointment time. We talked about how God has already an appointed time for us, right? He has already an appointed place for us as well. Even though it may seem small, let me tell you something. God says that even in the small things, I'm going to get the glory because what's going to happen, what it seems like is sometimes we feel like because we were in a bigger room that we did it. God said, no, I'm going to place you in a small room. I'm going to place you in a place that literally all your faith is going to have to be in me. You're going to have to trust me in that season, in that place that I've placed you at in order for you to see the great thing. Let me tell you something, because sometimes we feel as though we need to network our way into big places, right? We need to network. We need to talk to this person. We need to be in connection with this person because this person is going to make room for me. This person is going to get me to that place that God is telling me I'm going to get to. God said, no, listen, there's another room right? You might have gotten a rejection letter from the school that you thought was your dream school. Like, man, this was my dream school ever since I was young. I've always wanted to go to that school, but yet you got denied. But God said, there's another room. There's another school. This job that you so wanted, man, this is my dream job. This is the job I believe God promised me. And yet they didn't return your call. They didn't call you back. You didn't get an interview, but God is saying, there's another room, there's another job, right? You're gifting. Man, I posted on Instagram, I tagged all the people that I need to tag to really blow this up for this to get viral. Why isn't this person seeing my stuff? I have all my friends tag this person. Why aren't they seeing it? Why haven't I got reposted? Why haven't I gone viral yet? But God said, there's another room. There's another person there's another video, there's another song in you, there's another dance move in you, there's another choreograph in you, it uh, has all been appointed, and I think about myself, (laughs) and um, I'm like, God, you know, I've, people have spoken over me, there's been things that has been prophesied in my life, And I will find myself, again, being obedient, right? Because obedience is key. We've talked about that in previous episodes. But I will find myself being obedient, right? And what I thought was ideal, where I thought I was going, that's not where I ended up, right? And so sometimes I'll think like, okay, God, I trust you. But what am I doing here? I mean, you've called me great and you've put a a great thing inside of me, but why am I here? Why am I in a stable? Or why am I laying with the animals? Like, what is going on here? But let me tell you something, right? Because if we continue to read on in Luke 2, it talks about the shepherds and the angels because the angels went and they spoke to the shepherds. And the shepherds came into Bethlehem and they were able to glorify them and so sometimes we believe that because we're in a small place because we're at a small job because we're in a small career because we're not living our dream because we're not in that ideal place we feel as though we're not going to be noticed we feel as though people are not going to find us but let me tell you something even in that small room even with that small job even with that small career God is going to send the people that needs to be sent to you they are going to find you don't worry about it you don't need to be among the great you don't need to be among 
the leaders. You don't need to be among the CEO. Wherever it is that you are in that little cubicle office, God is going to send them to you, right? They were sent to Mary and Joseph. They were sent to that stable. They were sent to that where Jesus was lying in the manger. Don't get it twisted because God's going to get the glory, right? Even in that small place. Um, and so I just want to encourage you, do not dismiss those small places because God is saying there's another room. He's making another room for you. There's a room that's already been made. And so you feel as though you've been rejected, right? You feel as though there is no room. You've been rejected. And so you're trying to figure it out. God said there's no need to figure it out. There's another room, right? You just got to continue to be obedient, continue knocking, continue walking by faith. I can only imagine Mary and Joseph in their thoughts. God, what? This is the son of God. Why would you not prepare a room in a big place for your child, your begotten son? But God said, look, that is what people think is how he's going to be born, right? That's where they think he would have been born. But I'm going to lay him, allow him to be laid in a manger because I'm going to get the glory out of this, right? People are going to be like, man, the little boy from Bethlehem born in a manger, the true son of God, the savior of this world, how sway, ha <laughs> ha. Right. Sarah, the one who was in that cubicle office, now the CEO of this multi-billionaire corporation, how sway. And guess what? Who's going to get the glory? God, he will get the glory. And so I just want to encourage you that there's another room. It's literally there's another room. It doesn't matter how small that room is. God already appointed for that room. He already arranged. He already made provision for you. There's another room. There's another opportunity. There's another door. There's another CEO. There's another financial blessing. There's another check coming your way. There's another room. So I just wanted to come on here and encourage you. I hope it was encouragement to you. I don't know who I'm speaking to, but it's been on my heart since last week and I didn't get a chance to record and so I'm coming on I'm like God is it still something that I need to record today or is it something different and this has still been on my heart to record um and again I was reading from Luke 2 I pray that this was a blessing to you uh, you know Jesus loves you so 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 much be blessed be blessed be blessed if you really love Jesus clap three times clap three times if you really love Jesus, clap three times, clap three times, clap three times.